toe of his tennis shoe. Wake up. Time to go. An hour later, after driving up into the mountains that surrounded the town Kyle lived in, the car pulled down a dirt drive and faced a tiny blue cabin. The cabin was old as dirt, but it had been a bargain his penny-pinching parents had long hoped for. Every previous summer, they'd stayed at the lake they'd rented a place, but the winter had brought incredibly low prices, and Kyle's parents had purchased the little blue cabin. It was the crummiest, smallest cabin on Lake Lenore. The inside, Kyle assumed, would match the outside. This is it, said Kyle's mom, beaming with excitement. Don't you just love it? It's perfect, Kyle's dad agreed. He slapped Kyle on the back and handed him the keys. Go ahead, you first. It was early summer, a Saturday, and the lake was brimming with kids. Unfortunately, one of them was Scotty Vincent, who was just then pulling up to the dock, jutting off the edge of the green grass. The big jerk had his own rowboat, which he'd rowed across the small lake with his gorilla arms. He wasted no time buttering up Kyle's mom and dad. I'm really glad you guys bought a place up here. Scotty said, although he couldn't help making a slightly sour face as he glanced at the cabin. He waved menacingly in Kyle's direction, but Kyle was already unlocking the door and hurrying inside. The cabin smelled like old gym socks, and wow, was it small inside. Downstairs had a bedroom barely big enough for the double bed his parents would sleep on, a postage stamp-sized kitchen, and a main room with a single couch and an ancient wood stove. At least there was a second floor, which Kyle went for immediately in search of the attic room he'd be staying in. The stairway to the second floor was narrow, with steps that creaked loudly under his feet. Upstairs was nothing but a small loft with a harrowingly low, upside-down, V-shaped ceiling. It was a headcracker for sure, so Kyle crawled along the floor. Awesome, he said. His imagination ran wild as he thought about how he would transform the loft into a private lakeside fort. He'd create a Lake Lenore Scout Club and invite all his lake buddies to join. Their sworn duty would be to protect one another from Scotty Vincent and, if possible, sink his stupid rowboat. Kyle set his backpack on the twin-size bed in the corner of the attic and took a good look around. There was a small window where he could see the lake past tall green fir trees, and in the shadowy far corner, something else. What's this? he asked himself. It was a cardboard box, and opening it up, Kyle found two things. A dead mouse and a stack of old comic books. He was sad for the mouse, but extremely happy otherwise, because he loved comic books. Whoa, these are old, he said, sitting down under the window where the light streamed in from outside. He held a thick stack of torn-up comics in his lap and started flipping pages. About five seconds later, he heard steps bolting quickly up the stairs. He put the stack of comics behind his back and leaned on them, holding them precariously against the wall of the loft. Nice place you got here. His parents had let Scotty Vincent into the cabin, 
and he wasn't going to leave empty-handed. Find any treasures? Kyle squirmed on his butt, and the comic slid down on the wall a little bit. Nope, just this nice window here. What's in the box? asked Scotty, crawling closer to Kyle, looking more like a gorilla than ever. Kyle leaned harder against the wall as Scotty Vincent picked up the cardboard box and looked inside. Check that out. Kyle could see the wheels turning under Scotty's orange baseball cap. He could see that Scotty was thinking about picking up the dead mouse and dropping it down Kyle's shirt. You don't mind if I borrow this little guy, do ya? Scotty Vincent laughed, picked up the mouse, and dropped it into the pocket of his t-shirt. He was, no doubt, imagining something terrible he could do with it, like scare some four-year-old kid half to death. Scotty Vincent looked at Kyle very carefully.